So we'll get rolling right in, right in it. Uh, <clears throat> the aim for the next little bit is to uh, just, just present and, and roll out uh, our plan for the year for a partnership with SPO, and, and we'll talk about what on earth does that mean. Uh, uh, but in general terms, partnership is uh, just, in this case, it's, it's an intentional effort for both Heart of the Redeemer and St. Paul's Outreach uh, to engage with one another for the sake of uh, building relationship, being strengthened in the Lord, and being encouraged by one another. Uh, so a partnership of this sort could be any range of formal or less formal or more formal, but uh, for right now, this is going to be uh, for the next year, and it's going to be an intentional getting together, if you will, with HRCC and SPO. Uh, and so why, why is this partnership needed, specifically why with SPO in this time? Uh, no surprise, but uh, brothers and sisters, we have common roots. We have a common expression of a life lived in the Holy Spirit, common understanding of the role of community and discipleship and mission. And we believe that there's some mutual benefits and blessing for both Heart of the Redeemer and SPO in moving forward with a partnership. So uh, it's a way to, to both witness to the stability of long-term lived commitment to the Lord and to one another, as well as a, a zealous and kingdom-minded discipleship. Uh, so the hope would be that it, it can inject in sorts the heart of the Redeemer with a shot of zeal and youthful exuberance and provide SPO a tangible example of lived discipleship with more seasoned brothers and sisters, which is what we are, folks. Uh, so to be frank, uh, if we're going to continue to thrive as a community, we must, we must have real and meaningful interactions with a younger generation of disciples, simply as that, uh, so that some might say, you know, I, I really want to be a part of that community. Uh, before we get into the practicals of what this partnership is going to look like, I just wanted to speak to a couple concepts or, or themes that I think underlie uh, this need for uh, a partnership at this time. The first is the youth bridge. Uh, if you've been around for a while, you've heard about the youth bridge, this concept of a bridge uh, that was developed by Kairos, which is the the youth outreach of the Sword of the Spirit. And the, the concept is fairly simple, uh, that this a successful bridge connects various stages in one's life in the Lord from uh, early adolescence through uh, post-university age, uh, and that there's deliberate, deliberate points of connection along the way, uh, keeping a person connected from one stage to the next as they grow in the Lord. Uh, and these connections are typical, typically and best made from those in a later stage reaching back or serving back to bless and to encourage and to shepherd those in an earlier stage. Uh, when you think about it in terms of a bridge and you think about a bridge being built into sections and when one of those sections is missing, it's really difficult to get 
from one end to the other because there's a section missing. And that's the reality of uh, our life here in community. It's also the reality in the church today where th there's this, this, this gap, this thing that's missing. Uh, and when, when you have that, you lose people. Uh, and in a particular way for, for me as a father with children, I don't want to lose people. Right? I'd like them to continue their life in the Lord and reach a point where they can truly discern the Lord's voice and a call for this particular way of life. So the importance of having a continuous bridge, if you will. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's an intuitive concept. You know, you're thinking of going from point A to point B. Uh, you need something that's going to help along the way that spans all of these different points in one's life. Uh, and in this partnership with SPO is, is one way. It's one way of helping to fill uh, out our youth bridge here in Heart of the Redeemer. Uh, and then the second concept is intergenerational community. And this is part of our call as Heart of the Redeemer, right? When the Lord called us uh, into being, he didn't call us into being for the sake of ourselves alone, this group of, of aging disciples that eventually is going to die and Heart of the Redeemer just goes away, right? Yeah, welcome. Welcome this morning. Uh, that's not the case. That's not what he has in mind for us. We are a part of this community, and it's his desire that this community continues to grow and to thrive and to be a response to what he's called us to be. Uh, so the Lord has called us to be a community of brothers and sisters in Christ who love and serve one another. Uh, our covenant says it this way uh, in terms of hospitality. We promise to offer hospitality to those he sends to us and widen our hearts to receive those he adds to our number. I think that it's a beautiful image of widening our hearts that implies something, doesn't it? We actually, we, Lord, our hearts need to be widened. So the Lord wants us to love and to serve those in the community, and it's the Lord's desire that our community grows. And again, it's not for the, it's not for the sake of growth, right? We're not growing just to grow. We're not growing because of, of anything wonderful that we as Heart of the Redeemer have done, but it's the Lord's desire that we grow because just like we want more people to experience this life, how much more does he want more people to experience this life that we live? So the truth is that uh, those other people that we're talking about, they're primarily going to be younger people, right? Singles and younger married couples who have flexibility and who have space in their lives to be able to put on our life and to hear the Lord's call. Uh, I think that's just the reality of the situation. The, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Have you heard that before? Uh, that has application in the lives of us as we get older. We have the beauty of establishing patterns in our life. As our, if, we're, if we're married with a family, our kids have activities, and there's many good things. And the truth is, it's really, it just gets increasingly difficult uh, to put on a new way of life if we're in a stage of uh, fullness in our own lives. So 
obviously in our own community here, there's, there's many examples sitting in the pews today uh, where that's, that has been their experience, where they've come into our life uh, a little bit more seasoned uh, and been able to put on the life uh, and come around and live this life, but uh, that isn't going to be the case for many. Uh, so the hope is that uh, one of the ways that the Lord calls us to be uh, hospitable and he wants to widen our hearts is with younger brothers and sisters. Uh, I know in my own life this idea of intergenerational community has been uh, critical at different stages, you know, initial conversion, uh, discipling, seeing other examples of men who inspire me uh, has been a, a gift, the Lord's gift to me. So uh, that's, that's intergenerational community, and I think that's the Lord's ver uh, vision for us as well. Uh, again, this partnership is one way to help make that call a reality for us in the community. So <clears throat> what does this partnership look like? Just to speak to that. Uh, we're partnering with SPO's Young Adult Missionary Corps, uh, 25 to 30 people or so, uh, young adults that are, are going to come and partner with us uh, six times in this next year. So uh, our typical Saturday evening events, uh, we've identified six of those events, November, December, and then February through May, where we're going to be together with these SPO young adults to open the Lord's Day and share a meal together. Uh, our, our initiations people are going to be going into a, a discussion on a particular emotions talk from that month, and the SPO Missionary Corps folks will, will join them for that discussion. Uh, we're going to worship together, uh, and these nights are going to be led by both HRCC and SPO people. So people up front, uh, the people doing music, uh, the people that are up receiving words, it's going to be a partnership, so truly a partnership event, right? This is, this is not something uh, that Heart of the Redeemer is inviting SPO to be a part of as, as a guest. Uh, so that's not what this is. This, this is not also, uh, it's not these people in SPO becoming a part of our initiations program, uh, and it's also not a kind of a backhanded way of getting more SPO young adults to be a part of our community. That isn't what it is. Uh, these are partnership events that are going to be jointly attended uh, and jointly led by both HRCC and SPO. Now, don't misunderstand. We would welcome SPO young adults, uh, more of them to join our community. So we're not indifferent to that, right? I just talked about intergenerationality and the beauty of a youth bridge. So. Uh, we believe that there's mutual benefit, and uh, for us as a community, one of those benefits is to have the potential for new community members. So we don't want to, that's, that's the truth, right? Uh, but just like anyone else that comes around and comes into our life, the <clears throat> it's, it's about relationship built, right? It's about putting on our way of life. It's about living discipleship together. That's how those bonds begin to grow uh, and be established, and that's what we want here with this partnership. And we really believe that that's, that's at the heart of it. That's at the heart of it. So what can we do as 
community members to help foster this environment and this event. Uh, just, I mentioned this already, but simply practicing hospitality, right? Offering hospitality, that word of widening our hearts. So uh, we should always be this way, but in particular for these six evenings, be engaged, be warm, be interested. Uh, again, the Lord wants to widen our hearts. Another way is uh, just through our, our language, and so kind of take this to heart. You know, again, we're not going to be welcoming the guests from SPO. This is a, this is a joint event. Uh, we recognize, too, that, that while uh, the majority of our community right now is made up of, of married couples, uh, and the majority of those people in uh, SPO Missionary Corps are single young adults, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ, and our language should reflect that uh, when we get together. So uh, we're not going to be, you know, we could, sometimes we describe the community as SPO for married people. Uh, now that speaks to something. It speaks to, the, the, again, that commonality of uh, our roots and the way that we see uh, the Lord and engage him, uh, but that's actually not... That's not the truth, right? As heart of the Redeemer, we are brothers and sisters in Christ uh, who are living discipleship for the long term. Uh, so we want to we we speak about it in those terms. Uh, and then, you know, just this is, we say this all the time, but it's, it's important here as well. Uh, move outside of your comfort zone, right? So we're going to have this influx of, of new people. Uh, sit by somebody that you don't know. Uh, that you haven't met before, uh, get to know them. Uh, again, move outside of your comfort zone. So those are, I mean, that's a simple way to practice hospitality, right? But uh, so nothing, I don't, I don't think anything here is groundbreaking, but these are important for us uh, as, as brothers and sisters uh, in Heart of the Redeemer welcoming uh, those from SPO. Uh, I'm going to invite Nick to come up and just to speak briefly from uh, SPO's perspective. I uh, just want to acknowledge, too, that this, this initiative, this partnership came about uh, not because Heart of the Redeemer said we need to do this and we need to do it now. Uh, we've been meeting over the last couple years and it really came about because, because Nick and Bridget came up with uh, some vision for what could be done uh, for the sake of partnership. So I just want to honor, I want to honor both of you for uh, the work that, that you did uh, in making this uh, come about and get us to the point now where we can we can talk about it. So, Nick, awesome. Thanks, Brad. That was helpful. It was clear. Uh, first of all, I just want to say personally, uh, I'm really excited about this. Um, for come on, Coots. For some reason, intergenerational community is really hard to do. I don't know why. I think there's. I think one. There's. 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 There's a resistance because there is an attack because it's just so kingdom, um, family, you know. And 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 I'm excited to do it well. Um, and at the end of the day, um, it's just relationships, you know. And for a lot of us, we already know a lot of the people that are going to be here at this night. So it's just going to be. It's going to feel really similar uh, to what we've been doing. Um, with our Lord's days. 
so let me just, I'll say a couple things from the SPO side. Uh, so for the last few years, SPO has been on a national level in a, in a kind of a rediscovery process of discovering who we are. Well, not like even discovering, but rediscovering who God called us to be in 1985 when we started, which really wasn't even just college, um, but, but really it's, it's young adults, college students, young families, actually, is what it was at the beginning, who were baptized in the Holy Spirit and wanted to live a common life together. It developed into, uh, well, it actually developed into Net Ministries and SPO, uh, doing Net Ministries doing high school and, and middle school and young adult, and SBO doing college work explicitly. Um, but, but most recently, we've even put new language that we are called to plant missional communities, uh, not even just throughout the country, but throughout the world. So the goal is, the BHAG, the big, hairy, audacious goal, is to build 50 missional communities in 50 cities. And the question is, when, that, when is that going to happen? Somebody said, I don't know who said this, but by the time Gordy, the founder, is dead. That's the timeline. Um, so do with that with what you will. Uh, and then within that, it's been really helpful that we've, we've internally at least used this language, and this is what we've communicated to our young adults, because young adult ministry is really weird. Um, if you're not really intentional, um, it can just be this kind of catch basin where people just kind of sit for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Where if you're in college, you have an on-ramp and an off-ramp. And I've been using this, this image recently, like the, the only sea in the world that doesn't have any off-ramps or outlets, the Dead Sea. Yeah, and, it's, it, and if you don't have opportunities for people to say, hey, I'm done, or hey, I'm going to this new thing, um, it will kind of become a stagnant dead sea. And we want to create opportunities in the young adult world for, for off-ramps. And so with SPO, we're using this language of zip codes. So we have three zip codes. The zip code one is college, college uh, community. Zip code two is young adults. And zip code three could be many different things, but ultimately it's lifelong missional, missionally minded community. And there's lots of different well, there aren't a lot of different ones of those in the Catholic Church, actually. I was raised in Opus Dei. You could argue that that is a zip code three. Uh, we have some family in the Emmanuel community. That's a zip code three. AVIs, the apostles, that, that movement could be considered a zip code three. Various zip code threes. We want our young adults to know that this zip code two is not forever. But we want you to catch something that you know you're called to live a committed way of life with the particular people for the rest of your life. We want them to catch that, right? And so we want them to know, eventually, y'all need to go to a zip code three. And so it only makes too much sense for them to kind of taste that, see that, experience that locally. Uh, we want them to see how that could be lived out. Uh, in a zip code three here locally, and that's with HRCC. I'm super excited. For a long time, it's felt like I'm kind of like a part of two different communities. This, it's not a marriage per se, but marriages are awesome, right? I mean, it's like you, uh, your worlds collide. You're like eighth grade science teacher gets to meet your, you know, your new small group leader, and you know, like dead, anyways. I'm going down the wrong path here. I go, I go and rabbit, anyways. But this partnership. Uh, I'm just really excited about um, to create awareness 
that this young adult experience they're having um, is meant to be for the rest of their life. Uh, and when you surround yourself, and I, I appreciate the language, like I've, I've said, just for simplicity's sake to people, like people hear about HRCC, they're like, what is it? I'm like, well, it's like SBO for married people. That's not, that's not true. But what it points to is when you're married, there's something that actually happens within you. You're thinking long-term. You're committed. I'm all in. So, so we want our young adults to be around people who are rooted, who are committed, because in a world, in a young adult world especially, where it's just we're uprooted, we're, tra- we're just transitioning constantly, when you can be in a room with those people, um, there's something about the stability that that can do for a young adult. Uh, really, really, really excited about this. Last thing, I'll just end with this. Um, Rick Arisman, a lot of you guys know him. Uh, he's, he said to me years ago, uh, he said, Nick, I, I think it's really important um, for, uh, for, for, the, for us, I don't know where I fall, but he said for us, he was speaking, he goes, for us older people, older generations, to, to, to have the humility to be open to the newness of the spirit that often flows through the youthful zeal, often does, um, and the young people in our movements have to have the humility to be open to the wisdom that only comes through experience and living it out. And I'm really excited for that marriage of wisdom and zeal to come together. And uh, I'm excited to see what this partnership turns into. This year, we're going to keep it simple, these six nights. And, and, and please, I, we're going to encourage our, our people to reach out, come. Don't just sit with your own selves, but, but get to know people. And if, and if you're willing to and you, you meet somebody, you want to have them over for dinner, please do that. That really blesses the young adult community. Uh, and these people, we're excited, uh, excited for this partnership. So awesome. God bless you guys. Thanks, man.